All right. Let me tell you about uh, Rough Greens. You do things in your dog's best interest all the time. Take him on a walk, throw the ball with him, you give him good boy scratches, lay down on the floor with him, scratch his ears. You take him to uh, the vet for his health care. You do all of these things, but uh, what are you feeding your dog? Does the food that you're feeding have all the vitamins and minerals and probiotics and antioxidants that your dog needs? Rough Greens was created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. And if it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Now, this is not a dog food. It's something you sprinkle on your dog's food, makes them wolf it. I mean, Uno, he would never eat. Now he races to his bowl literally every day. Most dogs love it. Go crazy for it. Pickiest eater on the planet is just wolfing it down now. Try it with your dog and you'll see differences in your dog. I mean, Uno, I think... He became like a puppy again. He was maybe eight or nine. That's getting up there for a German Shepherd. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. America, welcome. It's Tuesday, and we go to New York, where the New York PD ordered to slash overtime spending now to cover the cost of the migrant crisis. Huh. Well, that's interesting. They apparently are collapsing with about 100,000 illegals coming to Manhattan. Now, that's what they've received. Uh, They've gotten about 10,000 of those on a bus from Texas, thanks to our governor, Greg Abbott. Greg Abbott has sent the 10,000 in, and that is enough to collapse New York, apparently. But the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands here in Texas, nobody seems to care about. Well, there's some controversy going on because now the uh, government is saying that they might uh, pass a rule that if you come in and cross in Texas, you got to stay in Texas. Hmm. The governor, Greg Abbott, is uh, with us now from the great state of Texas. I have to tell you, governor, busing people from New York City, uh, I loved it from the get go, but I didn't think it would do much other than like a, a stunt, kind of like it ended up with uh, uh, Governor DeSantis in uh, Florida with with Martha's Vineyard. It felt good for a day, but didn't change anything. This is the biggest game-changing border policy I have ever seen in almost 50 years of broadcast. Thank you. Well, of course, uh, and it's, it's not just what's going on with Mayor Adams in New York. 
look at Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Yep. Uh, look at what's going on uh, with Karen Bass out in uh, Los Angeles. Listen, they're all reacting the same thing or the same way. Uh, they are all sanctuary cities. They've all told the world, you know, we, we want your tired, your poor, your, your, your illegal immigrants, and we want them here. We're going to provide food and lodging for them. And then when they actually have to live up you know, to these uh, liberal promises they made, they collapse like a cheap tent. Let me tell you something. There's no way uh, that the mayor of New York would be able to last a week in the state of Texas mm-hmm. dealing with what we have to deal with. Uh, it's shameful uh, the way they act. It's crazy the kinds of things they say. Uh, but it is time for America to have to share this burden uh, that Texas has had to deal with. How many do we have here in Texas now? I mean, I know he can't handle the 10,000 from Texas. There are towns in Texas that are getting at least 10,000, you know, a day or a week. How many are actually here in Texas? Well, first, I'll tell you that the, the, the catalyst for this busing operation actually wasn't to uh, try to put burdens on New York. It was actually to try to help out those small communities on the border. Right. Uh, the Del Rios, the Eagle Passes, uh, the communities that uh, the Border Patrol were dropping these illegal immigrants off. Uh, and uh, we said, there's no way uh, they were going to be able to deal with this. And so we began to put them on buses, initially going to Washington, D.C., and eventually New York, et cetera. Uh, but my point is that uh, these illegal immigrants do not stay in Texas very long at all, uh, a, a day, uh, maybe two days. Uh, and then they are put on buses and, and bust out to other areas across the country. That's what Texas is doing. In addition to what Texas is doing, uh, in far greater numbers, the Biden administration is doing the exact same thing. So my point, Glenn, is that they're actually not staying in Texas very long at all. So the Biden administration, how many are being shipped out from this just one border state to go elsewhere? I can give you uh, per- percentages. I don't have the precise number. The percentages would, would be, you know, in the 90% range, 95% range. Oh, my gosh. Uh, th- there's not very many that are staying in Texas. Uh, and, and that is what is leading to the extraordinary volume uh, that N- New York is dealing with, that Massachusetts is dealing with, that uh, Illinois and Chicago are dealing with, that California is dealing with, it, et cetera. So the Biden administration last week said that they were considering uh, making sure that if you cross into Texas, you have to stay in Texas. If they did that is, I mean, it feels like they're specifically, the federal government is specifically targeting Texas. Is that payback for what you and Paxton have put them through in the Supreme Court? Is that to change us blue? Is it to break our backs financially? What, what, why this seeming vendetta against Texas? Part of it, Glenn, does seem to be payback. Uh, and it's not just because of the busing operations. It's because what Texas has done, uh, we have taken over operational control of the border and actually uh, repelled or pushed back into Mexico people who were trying to cross illegally. Uh, we have been on federal land where we built uh, these concertina razor wire barriers. It was the, the National Guard that did it. Uh, they build the barriers and the, the National Guard guards it uh, and they force illegal immigrants to go back to Mexico. This is the only time in American history 
when anything like that has happened. And then, of course, uh, you probably know about the uh, the buoys the put in the water and the, the marine barrier, and, and the Biden administration considers uh, all of that uh, to be evil when all Texas is really doing uh, is protecting our own border. So my point in telling you that is, yes, uh, the, the Biden administration has a vendetta uh, against the state of Texas. But let me uh, put it this way. Uh, the, 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 the president is right in thinking uh, that these uh, migrants uh, have to stay somewhere as opposed to going all across the country. He just got the location wrong. They shouldn't be staying in Texas. They should remain in Mexico. Remember, it was when President Trump put the remain in Mexico policy into effect. That is what led to the immediate drop in the number of people coming across the border. And under President Trump, we had the lowest illegal immigration in 40 years. And now under Biden's open border policies, we have the highest illegal immigration ever. And but let me add one last thing, Glenn, and that is this concept uh, of trying to, you know, uh, have illegal immigrants remain in Texas or remain in California, whatever the case may be. That was tried before decades ago, and it was rejected uh, by the courts at the time. Uh, This is a losing legal proposition for Biden. And we'll just hand him another loss uh, if he tries this crazy game. So the buoys, what is the status on that? And if they start doing some of these things, what is Texas going to do to remain a sovereign state? Several things. First, with regard to the buoys, uh, as you and your audience may have heard, uh, it went to, uh, well, first, I need to tell you this, the the, the, the buoys were a concept that were first developed by the Border Patrol itself. Uh, and we got the idea from them, and we checked it out. Uh, we found it to be effective, and so we deployed it. Uh, and as the Border Patrol itself put, put out, there's nobody getting across it. The great thing about the buoys is uh, it allows us to build a border wall or border barrier at one-tenth the cost of the border wall that Texas is actually putting up. And so it is a very effective tool. Uh, secondly, with regard to the Biden's attempt to force us to remove uh, the buoy barriers that uh, we, we we lost in the trial court, which we knew we were going to do. Uh, but we, uh, in less than 24 hours, got a stay of that lower court ruling by the federal court of appeals. And as we are chit-chatting right now, uh, the buoys are exactly where they have been ever since we put them back up. Uh, and uh, we hope and believe that we will prevail in the federal court of appeals. Uh, there are multiple legal reasons why what the Biden administration is contending is absolutely wrong. So we will continue to do that. But let me add this, because you said, what are we going to do? Uh, we, we are, as we are speaking right now, there is more border wall going up, which is the same border wall that uh, Trump was putting up. But, but better than that, the, the, the tool that proved to be the most effective is having the National Guard on the border, uh, building these uh, concertina razor wire border walls that prevents illegal immigrants from getting across. And we repel them, we, we return them back to Mexico. That has proven extraordinarily effective. And the only time in American history that I'm aware of uh, where a state has actually repelled people who are trying to enter the country illegally and sent them back to the country they came from. 
Why do you, I mean, you must have spent a lot of time trying to figure out what the, why would the administration do this? It clearly is not good for America. It's not good for the states, not good for the cities. We don't know who's coming in. We're all people are coming from all over the world, including countries that have no love for America. Have you come up with a reason on why you think they're doing this? Why Biden is doing this? So one thing you mentioned about the, some of the people coming across the border who have no love for America. So we uh, apprehend Chinese and, and Russians and uh, people from hostile nations all the time. And in fact, Glenn, uh, under Joe Biden, there is a record number of uh, people coming across the border who are on the terrorist watch list. Correct. And those are the ones that we apprehended. They pay more to try to evade uh, being caught. Why is Biden doing this? First, when he campaigned for president, he said that he was going to have open border policies. And I think Americans really just didn't listen to him, uh, maybe didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, and now they're seeing the, the reality. This, this is the Ocasio-Cortez game plan. And so here's what you and I don't know, and that is, who is running the White House? Uh, is it Ocasio-Cortez leftists? Uh, is it somebody else? Uh, it seems like uh, Biden may not really know what he's doing, uh, but if, if he does, uh, it's, it's the most unpatriotic act any president has ever taken in the history of the United States of America. So we've got several tasks ahead of us. One is well, Texas. Texas is, is using more than $10 billion of our own state funds to secure the border, and we will continue to do so as we work our way through this presidential election. And we have to put a president in place who's going to have as job one uh, to uphold their oath, fulfill the constitutional mandate that they secure the border and, and su maintain national security so that we don't lose our country. And so uh, I think uh, Biden's days are numbered. Uh, and uh, in those waning days, Texas will continue to step up and deploy every tool that, that we can possibly use that are unprecedented in nature uh, to make sure we're going to be holding back and staunching the flow of illegal immigrants into the country. Uh, I'm very concerned about this next election. Are we safe? Is the vote safe here? Have we done anything to strengthen the security of the vote? Absolutely. Yeah. In, in, in Texas, uh, for two separate sessions or two successive sessions, le legislative sessions, uh, we have passed uh, the strongest uh, election integrity laws in the United States of America. As a reminder, uh, before I was governor, I was the attorney general, and I filed uh, legal action after legal action, uh, cracking down on voter fraud and putting people behind bars for it, and we continue to send that message. Separate from that, however, uh, with regard to the election process itself, uh, we have put reforms in a place to make sure we have security. And let's go back to what happened just this past election. This, this past election, uh, for your audience, those who don't know, we have 254 counties in the state of Texas. And all, let's say, 253 of the 254 were able to get their votes counted uh, on election night the way they were supposed to. The only one that was unable to do so, even in days, uh, was Harris County. Harris County is where Houston, Texas is. And so this past session, uh, we passed uh, about 10 laws uh, 
uh, that cracked down on the way that uh, the city of Houston and Harris County uh, were not following the law as we had prescribed with regard to fair and accurate elections, uh, making sure that the election process in Harris County was going to be even more secure. Governor, I know you have to run. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Um, Thank you for bussing those people in again. You have completely changed the narrative. It is the only thing I have seen in my entire broadcasting career that has changed this narrative. It's a different game today because of you. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn. Take care. Bye-bye. Governor Greg Abbott, great state of Texas. Relief Factor is our uh, sponsor this half hour. I I get a little grumpy in the morning if I haven't had a good night's sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, And then if I really get bad night's sleep, then uh, I get a little squirrely, and that makes Stu's job very, very difficult because those are the days we... You know, we, 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 we likely could get kicked off the air. <laughs> so good sleep is important, really important. Regular Relief Factor is out there for pain. Now they have Relief Factor Sleep, which is the same 100% drug-free way for you to relieve your you know, sleepless night. It's a blend of natural ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep. I know from experience it works. My uh, my wife, Tanya, she uses it a couple of nights, you know, probably every week or two. I do the same thing. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four relief, 800, the number four relief. It's relief factor sleep. Go there now for a, a great night's sleep. Also sponsored by my Patriot Supply. Uh, if you haven't been storing food, you're not paying attention. By the way. New inflation numbers come out. I'm excited. Yeah, are you? Oh, yeah. It's going to go down, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah. Except if down, we're living in the opposite world, so down means up. Uh, They're expecting inflation to go up. I was looking up the shadow stats on inflation. If we measured this the way we measured inflation in the 1980s, we would be at 14% um, inflation. That's what it would be. They're saying it's in the threes. That's because they're not counting a lot of stuff like your home or rent. Hello. Oh, and by the way, if you like to buy beef or chicken and that price goes up, they're like, well, you can substitute with spam. And so they use the price of spam in the inflation number. I'm not kidding you. So it's a game. It's a game. Uh, Things um, could get dicey quickly just for you financially, but they also could get dicey quickly. We're sending long-range missile cluster bombs now to uh, Ukraine. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's going to go well. Please, my Patriot Supply, prepare today with emergency food that will stay fresh for up to 25 years. Don't worry, you'll be eating it before that. Enjoy a wide... Variety of delicious food kits offering 2,000 calories a day, optimum strength under stress, and don't forget about water filtration and purification projects. These are perfect for your bug out bag, your survival supply, or you know, you just go camping. One thing is sure the only thing constant is change. Order by 3 p.m. Uh, and your items will ship on the same day. So do it today. Do it right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. 10 seconds station ID.
Hello, Stu. Hey, Glenn. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, it's an interesting uh, interview with with Greg Abbott. You've uh, you've had uh, some ups and downs on, on looking at his leadership over the years, and yeah. I think that's the way Texas feels about it. It's it's interesting because we do a national show every day, but yeah. we live in Texas, and when you talk to people around the country, they long for someone like Greg Abbott to be their governor. Yeah. And then people in Texas, at times, I, I think it's 50-50. Like, sometimes they love them, sometimes they don't love them so much. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Texas. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, Greg Abbott would be a great governor in every other state in the union. But it's Texas. And so you're like, um, how come your boot isn't up somebody's butt right now about whatever? Fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, you know, so sometimes he uses the boot, sometimes he doesn't. Yeah. He's, you know, he's, he is a, uh, an attorney general. He's an attorney by nature. So attorneys tend to be much more methodical. methodical. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of the, they want someone who's a little bit more at times, uh, bombastic about stuff and that's mm-hmm. not the way he operates. But what I will say, it's really hard to deny his success in this, in this arena. I mean, this policy of shipping people up to these cities has been, I mean, almost mesmerizing to the debate, the, the way it's changed things. I mean, and that has all happened because every Democrat in these cities has just echoed every complaint Republicans have been making about illegal immigration for the past 50 it's years. Nuts. They're all just, they're all get hit, getting hit in the face for the first time with this issue in a real way and having to deal with it in a real way. And they, of course, recognize the truth. I mean, they're they're now actually saying maybe maybe we should change Maybe we should change the sanctuary city. I mean, just for now, just for now. Oh, you mean so when you're when it's not a pose, right? Exactly. When when people <laughs> you aren't being it. busted in your yeah. communities, you mm-hmm. can all say, "Oh, open arms. Look at those those darn people from the south that are so mean and racist." And that's what's been interesting about the Democratic position on this for so long. They use the racism accusation as this warm blanket to sort of shield them in this little cocoon, this comfy cocoon on the couch where they can all say, well, the reason this is a problem is because Republicans are racist. They the don't way. like they don't like people who look that way. Right. By the way, um, we are going to put those billboards up on the border. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and I will put those billboards up. Uh, and uh, and I want them in Spanish, though, mm-hmm. that, you know, just say, hey, here is your list of Minneapolis. <laughs> Go, because they're promising these things. Mm-hmm. San Francisco. Make sure you see sunny San Francisco, because they'll give you these things. I love it. And yeah. it would be good information for it these people. Would. They tell us they want to take care of them we so much. We want to help them. We want to help. We're helpers. Back in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, I want to talk to you a little bit about Legacy Box, the favorite moment you have from your childhood, the favorite picture that you had. Those things are all fading. How about the stuff from your kid's childhood? If you ever used any kind of tape, it's gone soon. They're meant to last for 10 years. I have or had tapes that I don't even know what format they are. I really don't. I mean, there were things that we were using that lasted maybe, I don't even know, 10 minutes, because I have no idea what device that was recorded on or how to play it back. I don't want that memory lost. I want to make sure that it is preserved forever. The safe and simple solution to digitizing your family's precious memories comes to LegacyBox.com slash Beck. 
I want you to uh, call them now. Get 40% off when you get started with them right now on preserving your family members uh, uh, memories they are all digitized by hand here in the u.s they send back all the original copies plus the digitized version say 40 percent legacybox.com slash beck legacybox.com slash beck and blazetv.com slash glenn get signed up save 10 bucks when you use the promo code glenn So there's a big manhunt for uh, Daniello Cavalante. Uh, he is a uh, convicted murderer. Uh, he has a rifle now. Um, and uh, you're not, you know, it's a big, 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 big manhunt. Now, uh, Mr. Very dangerous. Dangerous. Very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cavalante. Is, yes. Is he from Wichita? Where's he from? Where's he uh, from? I think he's from Albuquerque. You think he's from Albuquerque? Yeah, that may be uh-huh. why they are that, banning all the guns there. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is he there? Is that where he was born? Oh, or? I assume. Yeah. I assume. Because okay. I don't know much about his childhood, be, where well, he grew up. Could be or, some, maybe Little Italy, you know, here. In, yeah. It sounds a little yeah, Italian, his name, yeah. his last name. Actually, I think he's Hispanic. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. This is the guy who was in Brazil and murdered someone in Brazil. Oh, and, and then, then came fled, across the border. And then came across the border. Yeah. And then when he crossed the border, mm. he murdered another person oh, and then yeah. went to prison. Okay. And then crab walked up the uh, mm-hmm. uh, up the wall, which an incredible video. I mean, it really is incredible. I've realized I don't have enough core strength watching it. And then he gets up and he escapes. And now the new update is he's just roaming around Pennsylvania. Apparently, it was spotted yesterday. Mm. And the good good news, uh, he is now armed. Uh, yeah, like you said, good news. And mm. the police are coming out and saying, do not, don't do anything, because then you could be in trouble, too. You could also be dead, uh, yeah, but, but don't do anything. So don't, don't protect yourself. Don't go out and look for him or anything else. And that's the last thing I would do. I hear things in the bushes on my property. I'm not going out to look. Oh, no. I'm not. not. We're going to respect his privacy. I like illegal immigrants, okay? He just came here for a better life. What about a sanctuary uh, state? Why isn't Pennsylvania a sanctuary state? If we find him, we should send him to New York City. Okay. Yeah. Or Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. We yeah. should send him. We, there. we should give him a sanctuary prison cell. Yeah. Uh, where he's able to come and go within the, you know, four to eight feet that he has there. Let me ask back you back and forth as much as he wants. Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. Now change the subject. But have you ever had the feeling that the Biden administration intentionally? does really bad things uh on september 11th <laughs> i just just hear me out remember <laughs> okay okay afghanistan you know, I was guy, oh, there's september 11th okay um yesterday uh they approved the transfer of six billion dollars of frozen funds to the government of iran in a prisoner swap deal now they did this deal last week, but they announced it yesterday. Hmm. And I'm thinking, why would you announce that you're giving $6 billion to a terrorist state on 9-11? Now, I know 
the governor or the government of Iran might think that's a wonderful day to announce yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, but like not they, necessarily us. Right. You'd think we'd have the opposite opinion on that particular yes. topic, but yes. no, we had the same. Isn't that weird? It is a bit, it's a bit weird. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit troubling. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, the reason why Biden had to go to Vietnam, which, I mean, he didn't explain that. He didn't explain that. He just explained yesterday why he wasn't at the 9-11 commemorative ceremonies, because 20 years after Pearl Harbor, presidents weren't still showing up. I got news for you. I don't think President Roosevelt ever showed up. Okay? Don't think that happened. Don't think that happened. May have once. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, But, you know, here's the difference. Hawaii, especially back then, really far away <laughs> new york car ride okay mm. so yeah yeah well the, it's not a car ride from india no so it's not <laughs> and, you know if i again no. scheduling scheduling conflicts the only thing we he had to be out of the country on 9-11 and also had to give six billion dollars uh announced on 9-11 yeah. to iran yeah the, those are the, that's the, it Look, everyone has scheduling conflicts. Right. Sometimes. This one's just very unfortunate. Yeah. Both were. Right. Really. Sometimes you have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. At the same time, your kid's Little League game's going right. on. And it's the same thing going on right, right. now with the State president. Department was like, oh, crap. Is it September 11th? Yeah. I shouldn't be announcing to the world and to, to Congress that we're giving $6 billion in a prisoner swap to, uh, to Iran. Gosh and, darn it. And as Didn't. we covered yesterday, he needed to go to bed. Yes. You know, yeah, in, the, in the middle of a speech, he, he just needed yeah. to go to bed. Those two things conflicted. Now, he got a good nap in. He oh, got good. a good nap in. Good. And he uh, yesterday threatened to veto the, the House's Department of Defense Appropriations Bill. Um, he said the, uh, the, the administration strongly, strongly opposes the bill. And he will uh, veto it. If it passes in the Senate, he's going to veto it right away, right away, which will mean a government shutdown. Um, but, uh, you know, he's got a really good reason for doing it. He said, you know, this bill has devastating consequences, including harming access to reproductive health care. And this bill will threaten the lives and the health and safety of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer and intersex Americans. It also this defense bill will endanger marriage equality hinder critical climate change initiatives and prevent the administration from promoting diversity, equity, and inclusion. All of those things, especially in the last part of that paragraph, I think are good. The rest of them, I don't think the defense department should be in that business. Uh, Maybe it's just me. Now, I just want you to understand what he's doing. He is claiming that because we won't allow the government to fly a soldier to another state to get an abortion on your tax dollar, plus pay for the abortion. We're way past no tax dollars will ever go to pay for an abortion. We're way past that. Now we're like, are we gonna? Are we also gonna give them the room and board? Are we gonna fly them on a plane to get their abortion? Put them up. Let's send them to a nice dinner and have a nice breakfast. Maybe a couple of days off. You know. Go see the world, then come back and do your. Is that what we're doing now? That's what he is angry about. 
Hmm. And so he's going to veto that. But and this this is going hmm. to affect intersex Americans. You said. Intersex. I just want to make sure I understand. Intersex. That's important. That's a. It's a huge. Don't pretend you don't know what intersex. Oh, marriage. I mean, I of course I. <sighs> I mean, I may. All right. The Biden administration is also close to approving. Now listen to this sentence. The shipment of longer range missiles packed with cluster bombs to Ukraine, giving Kiev the ability to cause significant damage deeper within Russia occupied territory. Now, some might say even in Russia. So, you know, those remember when we did the cluster munitions and everybody's like, that's that, you know, that's against, uh, you know, the, the the treaty of, you know, whatever. Right. Remember we did that. I remember that whole conversation about the treaty yeah, of wherever. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, we, we can't use them unless we really have to. And that's what the world says. Uh huh. But we really have to use them now on Russia, but not us, not us. It's going to be the Ukrainians. Those really bad Ukrainians are going to drop cluster <laughs> bombs, except they're really good. Those are good guys doing really bad and many times thought illegal things to stop the really bad and illegal bad guys from doing those kinds of things. To their. Anyway, we're sending them the cluster bombs. Those have worked so well that we're now thinking, hey, why don't we put them in longer range missiles? Mm. And I don't think Russia's going to have a problem with it. And if we can just send them those longer range missiles and Russia, you know, if they have a problem with it, I say we sit down with Vladimir Putin and say, look, we are dealing with uh, uh, intersectional relationships right now and trying to hold our our Pentagon and our fighting force together. Meanwhile, we're already under attack from these extremists that won't pay for a woman's flight and her hotel and probably breakfast and dinner and any kind of expenses she might have and the abortion. Okay, so Vlad, don't start with us. I think that's I think that's going to go over well. I don't see why it wouldn't. You know, this has been handled so beautifully from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going so well. Mm-hmm. What could possibly go wrong? Well, well, well. Well, may I? Oh no. Okay. You have something? Uh, yeah, about 41,000 military personnel. 500 to 700 air combat missions and more than 50 ships are going to take uh, do a little exercise there. NATO exercise, you know, right, you know, right, right there. Germany, Poland. What's across the what is it across the border from Poland? I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I can't think if you go east of Poland or Germany. I'm trying to think what's on the eastern i can't think of what's there but we're going to be doing the largest military exercise since the cold war after we send them the longer range cluster bomb missiles but we've got the money and the time to do this military exercise right in vlad's face but I don't know if we're going to be able to do it because we might have to shut the whole government down because. But you're not going to believe this. We won't. Poland borders Ukraine. What? Yeah. Poland. I'm looking it up right now. They, they're bored. They're up. Yeah. What about Germany? Hmm. Germany. Germany. How do you spell that? Uh, J. E. R. M. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't think any. that was listed on the map. Yeah. On the map. Okay. But still, seems like wow. everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, that's what you should it. always remember.
Uh, just, you know what? Mm-hmm. Here's the easy mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. These are hard issues to deal with, right? Lots of nuance, Amen. lots of discussion, lots of expertise needed. Amen. Just trust Joe Biden. Yeah. You know, he's there. He's doing yeah. the job. He's asleep so, three to four yeah. hours a day, uh, th- awake three to four hours a day. Just trust his judgment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and everything should turn out fine. So you remember in 1983 when Ronald Reagan's going to get us into a war. It's going to he's going to kill all of us because he gave the evil empire speech. Yeah. OK. You know, where where at the time it was our doctrine to stand against. But now it's just Joe Biden going, we're going to overthrow him. Vladdy, Vlad, Vlad. He's mm-hmm. a bad Vladdy. Uh, and so, uh, but that's not starting a war with uh, Russia. It was just evil Ronald Reagan. Um, then he announced his strategic defense initiative, which caused uh, Ted Kennedy to fly over to Russia and say, by the way, we don't even have that. OK, we don't want you to get upset. We don't even have that uh, And because everybody was freaking out because we're going to go to war with the Soviets. And then the Soviets shot down the uh, Korean airliner and it was like, we're close to war. And I remember that because I was there in Washington, D.C. I was about 18 years old, and I'm like, I think I'm going to be vaporized. I'm living in the wrong city. Anyway, uh, back in 1983, we decided to do one of these exercises with NATO, and uh, it was it was 16,000 U.S. troops involved, so a little smaller little smaller than this one that's coming up. And uh, then we loaded up our B-52 bombers and uh, we, you know, we had dummy bombs in there. And then we we had our strategic air command raising the nuclear alert to DEFCON 1. Now, we said that this was just an exercise. Um, but, you know, when they started picking up the massive troop movements and the B-52s and everything else, they were like, I think this could be. A, a head fake. I, I think I think they may be attacking us. Uh, and so the Soviets ordered uh, everything in Eastern Europe to make preparations for immediate use of nuclear weapons uh, and real bombs, real nuclear weapons were boarded onto the Soviet planes. And uh, and they ordered all the nuclear armed submarines into the Arctic. And uh, it was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. Uh, we were on the verge of nuclear war because of that exercise. But nobody seems to care uh, because global warming, of course, you know, one and a half degrees Celsius Celsius rise. That is going to destroy everything. But, you know, let's say 500 different locations all over the world having a 4000 degree temperature raise. Uh, that that's not a big deal. Don't worry about that. That's not as scary as the one and a half degree Celsius rise in temperature. So let's make sure we get this right. Connor Boyack, the author of the Tuttle Twins books, met with thousands of parents, identified their top concerns that they have about their teens. What is it? Laziness. They don't know how to work. Lack of self-esteem. These things, the lack of confidence, the leadership skills, the work ethic. Critical thinking, persistence, problem-solving skills, all of these things are what we're worried about with our kids. So Connor put together a series of 89 short, actionable tips your teams can be, uh, begin to use and put into place immediately to improve their lives. Teens that put these tips into action are seeing long-lasting benefits. So if you want your teens to escape the woke mind virus, to think critically to be the hero in their own story instead of just another victim, you need again to read the Tuttle Twins series. This week only, you can get the book of tips for teens for free 
If you order the Tuttle Twins Teen Book Bundle, Tuttle Twins are confident you're going to be happy with these books. They even have a money-back guarantee. If you order right now, go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, get the Teen Book Bundle deal. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Sometimes it seems like there's a running battle between cyber criminals and the government to see who can steal the most money from the largest amount of people. A battle that the government wins almost all the time. But I will say the competition is fierce. If you look at home title theft, for instance, it is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. And it is a very good reason for that. First of all, uh, it seems pretty easy to do. And uh, it's a lot of money on the line. And of course, most victims of home title theft don't even know that they're victims at all until it's too late. Take uh, this homeowner, for instance. She pulled into her street one day and uh, saw a bulldozer demolishing her home. Can you imagine going through this? Just being torn down right before her eyes. Uh, she was a victim of a uh, home title theft, and a criminal had just forged her uh, his way onto, I think it's a dude. We don't know. Maybe, I look, we don't know how they identify these days. But they uh, still got onto the deed of the home, no matter their gender, and they sold it. And now the new owner was just tearing it down to rebuild. Well, not their home, your home, your property, your equity are your most valuable assets. And Home Title Lock helps you protect them. Home Title Lock puts a shield around your home's title. The instant they detect any activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you haven't, aren't already the victim of home title theft. Uh, find out for free when you sign up at uh, HomeTitleLock.com. Use the code BECK, HomeTitleLock.com. Use the code BECK. There you'll get 30 risk-free days of protection. Why not protect yourself? HomeTitleLock.com. The code is BECK. By the way, uh, Medvedev uh, yesterday came out and said, hey, hey, uh, you know, just I just want to throw out there, too, that uh, Western countries are rude. Yeah. Narcissistic, mm-hmm. reckless in their belief of right rightness. Uh, and uh, we're just going to wait until at some point terrorists will again carry out an attack in the style of September 11th. Uh, but with an atomic or biological component, this is Medvedev yesterday. Or worse, one of the leaders of a nuclear country will just lose their nerve and uh, he'll make an emotional decision to use weapons of mass destruction. And then that would be it. The end of the ball game. They would only be there to collect money for a new monument in the neighborhood of Ground Zero at best. So that's good. Don't worry about it. But inflation's under control. <laughs> uh, y- your your pay is going up. Uh, you're safe in your city. Sanctuary cities are great. Vote for Democrats. Vote for Democrats. And then there'll be some people to collect money for some food for some Americans that might r- the remain. The Glenn Beck Program.